My round ass caught his attention. Desire in his eyes. He stared as if the male gaze was his mandatory job. Sickened by his intentions, I asked him, Do you write love letters? And could you recite a few lines from your favorite book? He said, no, that's not what love is about. I told him love was more than physical. I told him expanding his mind to more knowledge than memorizing the lines to today's rap music is becoming. I told him that looking into my eyes and asking if I'm okay or if there's anything he could do is the language. I told him that dinner and movie is subpar and that sometimes a walk after dinner is beautiful and the word exchange is dessert. He laughed at me and said, this ain't the 90s. Lamenting 90s R&B love. What's up, everybody? Thank you for coming into the Honey John Collective podcast. This is Maya Cabrera. And the piece I just recited to you is called Lamenting 90s R&B Love. It can be found on page 19 of my first book, Evolution of a Blonde Girl. Hi, guys. How are your souls? Yes. So this piece, Lamenting 90s R&B Love, this, uh, this actually was a compilation of ideas and uh, things that I've experienced on dates, first dates, being in relationships, um, talking to people. There is a code. There's a talking to somebody. There's a dating somebody. There's a getting to know someone. There's being in a relationship. That's just a compilation of the uh, experience I've had with certain guys. Um, you know, you got those guys that just are very lusty and literally uh, epitomize the idea of what the male gaze is, just staring into you, but not staring into of your soul, but just staring into your flesh because they just have one thing in mind. Mm -hmm. um, I just remember being on certain dates like, this, is, this ain't gonna work. I remember one time this guy had invited me over. He was like, well, I just gotta get dressed and then we'll head out. I will never forget this. And he came back down the stairs. He was like, oh, you know, let's just, he was dressed. He was like, oh, let's just chill for the night. I'm like, what? He was like, yeah, I ordered, he was like, I ordered uh, food earlier. And I'm like, well, what did you order? He was like, oh, I had ordered a platter. Um, it was oxtails, rice and peas. I'm like, okay, I, of course, like, I'm gonna love that. But I'm like, is it a platter for two? He was like, oh, no, it's the leftovers. My nigga, like, I'm not going to eat your leftovers. Like, what is that? No, we who does that? I gathered myself and I let him know. Nope. Mm -mm. That's not going to work for me. That's not going to work. And I left. I absolutely, I left. That was just one occasion. Um, I remember being on a date with another guy and it started off sweet. And we were at a restaurant. I will never forget this. We were at a restaurant. And I had ordered my meal. And he was like, well, are you going to order dessert? I hope you don't order dessert. And I looked at him. And I, I, I don't know. I, it just enraged me that he, he did not want me to order dessert. 
Now, it doesn't matter what size I am. I wasn't a big girl. But I don't, it wasn't even about the size. I just didn't understand. So back then, I looked at the, the waiter that came back to the table. I said, yeah, I'm going to order dessert. I'm going to order. And I don't even remember what I ordered, but I remember ordering dessert. He would not talk to me for the rest of the night. Wild. I know. Isn't it crazy? I know y'all thinking like, well, what, well, what was that about? I never asked him. Mm-mm. I think when he dropped me off, I think I just jumped out the car and didn't even say goodbye because it got awkward. And I'm like, maybe he didn't have enough money. Well, why do you take me to that type of restaurant if you don't have enough money? Maybe he was trying to impress me. Look at me answering my own questions. But what? It was just, it was a lot. Or just when you're talking to somebody and they actually wish your views and ideas and goals in life or romantically, what would be, uh, what are your like desires in life and things like that. And of course, me being a romantic and being a writer and being a creator, I would just give them things ever so poetically when I told them, oh girl, this ain't, what are you, what are you, what are you doing? Like, this ain't R&B, like this ain't the, the 90s, this is this is the real. This is this is real life. I'm like, what do you mean? You asked me what I desired and my goals, dreams, and aspirations when it comes to career and love. You know, I looked at it as looking back, it's like y'all couldn't handle it, which is fine because I'm a lot of women, so you couldn't handle it. Totally get it. But the idea of relationships and dating have completely changed from what I viewed as a child to what is now considered okay. You know, people don't really talk on the phone like that anymore. They just do voice text, which is fine, or they text. And you got to be careful with texting because texting, you can lose what you're trying to say. And texting doesn't really have much expression. It does, but it can be, the expression can, can fall flat. So you have to be so careful. So is something wrong picking up the phone? People still play games. What? Why are we playing games in 2020? Literally, we are living through a fucking apocalypse. Why play games? So it's just, I guess it's just food for thought. It's just food for thought. But so many dating uh, instances. So many dating instances. I've never had to uh, dine and dash. I've never had to do that before. But there was a guy, that's all he did. That was his thing. It was all on uh, LA News where he literally would uh, meet up with these women, like uh, set these dates up, eat all the food and excuse himself. And he would leave and the woman would have to pay. They finally found him and arrested him. But shit like that makes you not really want to date. But then again, you gotta gotta really wean it out. And then the whole idea of uh, dating apps. I'm not big on dating apps. I'm not. I'll be, I'll be, the, I'll be the first one to tell you. I'd rather just meet somebody uh, per happenstance. Like, I can't. That's just not my thing. And it's a lot of people thing to do dating apps. And a lot of people are successful with it. I'm just not. They didn't have that shit in the 90s. Like, you meet somebody, like, and you go, oh, what's up? Can I get your number? I, I, I'm a fan of that still, especially if it's, it's like quick chemistry. You look at this person and y'all got some silly banter going on. I'm still about that life. 
still about that life. I will never, ever be about the dating app life. Call me old school. Call me whatever you want to call me. But that's where I stand. And that is where lamenting 90s R&B love comes from. I just lament the vibes that R&B music from the 90s gives you. Like it just gives you that vibe of, oh my God, this is so beautiful. One day I'm going to have this. And one day I am. Trust and believe. All right, guys. So if you are loving this podcast, comment, like, and subscribe. I would really appreciate it. Or leave me a voice message. That would be dope if you have the book and you want to just um, you want to just let me know if you want me to read or just go over a piece that I wrote. Just get my inspiration, like what inspired me to write that. I would definitely do that. Books can be found on Amazon or AliWazas.com. I have a couple that I can mail out, so just let me know. Just DM me. And I, like I said, I am working on a third project piece. It is a zine, which is a lot smaller than a book. It's a zine. It's very provocative. It's called Pink Honey. Yes, it's called Pink Honey. That is the title. I'm super excited to debut it. Super duper excited to debut it. Later, guys.